Hey guys, my name is Marcelo Inestroza, and I am the host and the creator of the Red Wall Podcast, a podcast about love, life, and the pursuit of happiness. On top of all that, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled person. Also, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled screenplay writer. So why don't y'all come on and join me on my podcast mission of glory. All right, guys, hope to see you there. Hey guys, welcome to yet another edition of the Red Wall Podcast. I'm your host per usual, my name is Marcelo Nostroza, and welcome to episode number 36, entitled Threads. Alright guys, so in this edition of the show, I wanted to go over a little bit about, uh, a little bit of, I wanted to go over a little history about how I found some of my favorite writers and how some of my favorite writers introduced me to some writing duos that would eventually um, become my favorite. And then how those people inspired me to go into different areas of, uh, of you know, uh, loving film and loving technology and actually wanting to make technology uh, as far as editing is concerned, uh, making my own production company, etc., etc. Alright, so, as most of you know, who have been listening to this podcast for a while, uh, as far as a professional standpoint is concerned, my writing voice would have to be the hybrid of three men. Those three men being uh, Joss Whedon, J.J. Abrams, and finally, Kevin Williamson. Now, Joss introduced me to television. Uh, Kevin made me fall in love with the film industry and the overall process of making film. So basically, he turned me into a cinephile uh, from, you know, a cinephile vis-a-vis, that's my own definition because I'm not, uh, a a cinephile by any, uh, by any known definition. I just really love watching movies and watching TV and learning about the process of making film and editing of, of videos and, uh, such and such. And, um, finally, JJ put it in my head that if I wanted to be a writer someday, I would eventually need my production company. Now that led to me actually renaming my production company to Balloonia Productions. So now where I do uh, uh, videos, I, I do um, I do episode reviews, um, I do single season, I do a full quick season reviews. And, of course, I do full reviews of uh, Mission Impossible and Smallville. The, inter- the interesting thing about J.J., as far as my connection with him is concerned, uh, it's because of him that I discovered my favorite uh, writing, duo, writing duo of all time in Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orsi. Now, I believe that they started writing for J.J. on the alias staff around... I want to say season two, but I'm not too sure 
about that. Um, um, I, I'm, I'm not too sure about that timeline, so don't quote me on that. Um, uh, so I, you know, you know, I, I found my favorite writing duo of all time because of JJ. I, uh, I got it into my head that if I worked hard enough and if I was lucky enough and I was fortunate enough that one day I would be able to spearhead my own company. Now, in the prevailing years, I realized that if I if I want to do that, uh, given my circumstances, I'm going to have to work pretty fucking hard and it's probably going to take me my whole life. But with any luck and vis-a-vis uh, -vis if I don't die, I might accomplish it, but... Uh, the the uh, the 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 key word being here is that I'm not going to quit. But I've been realizing over the past couple of years that it's really really going to take everything I have uh, for for me to get my company in order and for me to build it and uh, be able to staff it and be able to use it in the way that I want, which is to work with other studios to make independent film and to eventually. Uh, um, produce TV shows, but th but that's a long way off. Maybe twenty, thirty years from now. But the whole company thing again was uh, inspired by JJ. Now JJ introduced me to someone else uh, that I am an avid fan of. He introduced me to uh, the the storytelling techniques of Damon Lindelof. Now I discovered Damon Lindelof through Lost, and the interesting thing about his work is that almost everything that he's done, I have had a personal connection to. Starting with Lost. Lost was the first show that I was able to connect with my parents in a way. I remember my grandfather coming into my room one day and I was watching this random episode of Lost and my grandfather never really showed any interest in any TV show or movie that I was watching. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, of course he showed interest. I mean, he introduced me to Mission Impossible. But, you know, you know, in my teenage years and uh, in my high school years, he really never uh, really understood my love for film once I, uh, once I acquired it from Kevin. So he came into my room one day and he was like, what show are you watching? And I said, this show is called Lost. It's about a bunch of people who uh, crash on an island and, and um, do their best to survive. And oh... Some crazy fucking shit happens on this island. So he started watching it, and then my grandmother started watching it. Uh, my grandmother's my mother because I was raised by my grandfather and my grandmother. So they're basically my parents. Anyway, they started watching it, and I can remember that once I started collecting the um, Lost seasons on Blu-ray, I, I had seasons one through four. Four, I want to say, and then my grandfather, no, my grandfather and my grandmother caught up to where the show was airing on TV, and they asked me if I had any more seasons, and I was unfortunate, you know, I told them unfortunately I don't have any more seasons left. You guys are gonna have to wait until the new episodes start airing on ABC, and I, my, my grandfather, my my grandmother, and uh, specifically was so upset and so beside herself. So yeah, that. Uh, because of Lost, because of J.J. Abrams uh, and Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse and some others, I was able to connect uh, 
in a certain way that I wasn't able to connect uh, with my... I was able to find a point of connection with my grandparents that I hadn't found since I was a child. Now, uh, fast forwarding a little bit. Uh, before my mother died, unfortunately, one of the last things that I told her about and one of the last things that she was very excited about or she was enthused about, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, is the show um, The Leftovers. And I can distinctly remember, uh, I think it was four months out, she saw, I think it was the first trailer or the second trailer. And she was like, oh, we, we, uh, this is from the same guys that, uh, this is from the same guy that did Lost. I was like, yeah, you want to, you, you want to uh, watch it with me and you want to watch the power with me? I'm sure. I mean, it looks fucking weird, but it looks great. So, you know, she was very enthused to watch the show. But unfortunately, uh, she passed away before uh, the pilot aired on HBO. So uh, already going into the pilot, I really, specifically watching that first season, I felt that my I felt that my mother was with me throughout the whole journey of experience of of experiencing the first season of the leftovers. So uh, you know, so much so that I kid you not. Um, after like the first four episodes of season one of The Leftovers, I went to bed one night and I had a dream with my mother and she says, holy shit, I know the secret. I know what happened. I know where they all went. Um, I was like, you know, I woke up and I was like, what? How could you do that to me? I want to, you know, you know, I tried my best to fall back to sleep and to have her come to me again. But uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, she didn't. So, uh, so that was The Leftovers, again, by Damon Lindelof. And the final one is the most recent one, the, uh, the Watchmen series. Now, I've had a, a love affair with the Watchmen series. If I'm being honest, I've never read the comics. My first exposure to Watchmen in any context uh, whatsoever was the um, Zack Snyder Watchmen, which either you love or hate. But when I uh, found out that HBO was doing a Watchmen series and that Damon Lindelof was doing it, as you can attest to, I was fucking crazy over the moon for it. And uh, going into it, when it initially premiered, I was going through a really uh, rough time. As some of you guys know out there who listen to the show, I suffer from depression. And this show, uh, despite its subject matter being post-apocalyptic alternate universe and and you know all awful stuff within the comic within the comic book realm this show really uh helped me uh get out of my depression and you know start thinking positively and uh you know and um and start you know moving forward with my projects whether that be working on my scripts or doing my podcasts or you know doing whatever but but you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, this show really gave me the impetus to move and, 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 and start being creative again. So I really appreciate that of any of the, you know, of any of the writers that, uh, these people have introduced to me, I would have to say, although Kevin is my idol and he is the reason that I love the film industry and I love what I do every day, the writer, uh, slash director that 
influenced me the most in reference to introducing me to other in, in reference to introducing me to other artists who create awesome stuff would have to be J.J. Abrams. I mean, again, I, you know, uh, because of him, I I met my favorite writing duo of all time uh, in Roberto Orsi and Alex Kurtzman. And because of him, I met, you know, I was exposed to the machinations and the crazy, crazy ass mind of Damon Lindelof. All right, guys. So with that being said, I think that'll do it um, for this edition of the podcast. Um, do me a favor. If you're listening to this podcast after the fact, uh, specifically on my YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com slash Productions, if you like the video, I would appreciate a comment, a like, or a subscribe. Uh, that would uh, really help out my YouTube channel. Another thing, if you're listening to this podcast on your podcast provider of choice, I would love for you to give me a comment or a star rating. That would help uh, help me out greatly. All right, guys. So I think that'll do it for this edition of the Red Wall Podcast, uh, episode number uh, 36, entitled Threads. As always, I thank you so, so much for listening. But until next time... I'll see you when I see you.